Behold, the Prince of Peace. Behold, the way, the truth, and the light. Behold. During this crazy year of uncertainty, anxiety, sickness, loss, God has never left us. May we never lose sight of what is really important. That is Christ. Behold is something that has been on my heart lately, and I feel like attention goes right along with that. Let's behold Christ today. Let's put him first before we put ourselves first, our plans first. He's the one that came to this earth to save. He saved you and I. He's a healer, a deliverer, a way maker. Let's behold him together. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Attention Podcast, and welcome back to the Attention Christmas series called Behold. Now this year has been, well, I'm just going to say it, not a good year. This year has been full of horrible things happening in our lives, uncertain things, challenging things. I mean, who knew my graduation would be canceled and I'd have to walk in my living room. I'd have to party with my friends in my living room. Who would have thought that my graduation trip would, with my best friend would be canceled? I don't know about you, but I'm ready to behold Jesus. This holiday season needs to be a time when we open up our arms to the sick and the needy and we give back to our community. Tomorrow night, we have something in our church called the Night of Hope, where we give back to the community. We witness to them. We love them. We care for them. And we welcome them home. This reminds me of a story in the Bible that I want to read to you today. So, turn with me to Luke 15, 11 through 32. I know it's a little lengthy, but I love this story and I love how it applies to the topic I am going to talk about today. Luke 15, 11 through 32 says, And he said, A certain man had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. And he divided unto them his living. And not many days after the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country, and there wasted his substance with rituous living. And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in that land, and he began to be in want. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country, and he sent him into his fields to feed swine. And he answered, said to his father, Lo, these many years do I serve thee, neither transgressed I at any time thy commandment, and yet thou never gavest me a kid that I might make merry with my friends. And he would fain have filled his belly with the husk and the swine did eat, and no man gave unto him. And when he came to himself, he said, How many hired servants of my father's had bread enough in despair, and I perished with hunger. I will arise and go to my father, and will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee, and am no worthy to be called your son. Make me as one of thy hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. But when he was a great way off, his father saw him, and had compassion with him, and ran, and fell on his neck, and kissed him. And the said said unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight, and am no worthy to be called your son. 
But the father said to his servants, Bring forth the best robe, and put it on him, and put a ring on his hand, and shoes on his feet, and bring hither the fatted calf, and kill it, and let us eat, and be merry. For this my son was dead, and he is alive again. He was lost, and he is now found. And they began to be merry. Now his elder son was in the field, and he came and drew nigh to the house, and he heard music and dancing. And he called one of the servants and asked what these things meant. And he said to him, Thy brother is come, and thy father hath killed the fatted calf, because he hath received him safe and sound. And he was angry, and would not go in. Therefore came his father out, and entreated him. But as soon as this thy son was come, which hath devoured thy living with harlots, thou hast kissed for him the fatted calf? And he said unto him, Son, thou art ever with me, and all that I have is thine. It was meet that we should make merry and be glad, for this thy brother was dead, and he is alive again, and was lost, and is found. You know, I love, love, love this parable that Jesus is talking about here. Because it's saying that we need to love our neighbors and bring them home, no matter what they have done. And sometimes, like the the older brother, we often get jealous, and we often get envious. And we're like, how, why did you kill the fatted calf? Why did you make such a big deal out of this lost person that just backslid? And you don't even pay attention to me. I've been in the church for years and years and you've never recognized me like that. If we let pride like that come into our hearts, it can destroy us. God is saying to you, he loves you. That person, you're the person that's faithful to church every single Sunday and helps with Sunday school, you don't need to be prideful of someone who comes in the church and gets more attention than you. Trust me, the pastor loves you, God loves you, and God honors you for your faithfulness. God will bless you for your faithfulness, but don't let pride come into your heart. Don't let pride overwhelm you, but we really, really need to be careful of who we're beholding today. Are we beholding the one who came home and the Prince of Peace and the Lord of Lords? Are we worshiping with the people who got the Holy Ghost for the first time? Or are we stuck in our pride and we're beholding ourselves, honestly? This holiday season, I know it's been a hard year, but we need to behold God more than ever. And I know he's going to turn this around for his good. We need to always look for the positive things in life. I watched... Um, something yesterday and it was like it was not even spiritual or remotely spiritual not saying it was bad it was it was like it touched my heart and it made me think about something so i watched pollyanna yesterday and um she's a little girl who lost her parents and she went to go live with her aunt who is very very wealthy and pollyanna well um she she talks about her dad a lot and her dad passed away and her mom did too of course and so she's kind of like an orphan living with her aunt well Pollyanna always looks on the good side of things so they all hate Sunday because it's a time where the preacher gets up and just yells at them about hell and you're going to hell and brimstone and fire and they hate hate Sundays well Pollyanna tries to look on the good side she said I know Sundays are hard but I know we all don't like Sundays, but we can have some something to be glad about. And the maids are like, what do we have to be glad about Sunday? And she said, well, 
We have one thing to be glad about. They're like, what's that? She said, we get roasted chicken. So she always looks on the good side of things. When she's she's down and out, she looks on the good side of things. She's glad. So I learned that there are 426, I believe, happy texts in the scriptures. I learned that from Pollyanna. <laughs> The pastor said there's 426 happy texts. If we look at them, of course, we need to read the more serious text as well. It made me think we need to look on the happier side of things, and we need to be glad about the happier side of things. We need to be glad about someone coming home rather than saying, oh, they haven't been back to church in years and years. We need to be hopeful and say, this is what I'm glad about. I know they haven't been here in years, but I'm thankful for the day that they come back home, just like the prodigal son. So today, behold God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, with all your mind. Behold him today and see what he does in your life. Thank you so, so much for listening to the Attention Podcast and the Attention Christmas series called Behold. Have a great day, guys, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.